welcome to Tech Interrupt. In honor of Women in STEM Day, today's episode is about female contributions to the research of DNA and genes. Women like Rosalind Franklin, Esther Leatherberg, and Nettie Stevens have revolutionized our understanding of genes and DNA. They have paved the way for scientists today to be able to make groundbreaking advancements in gene editing to treat various illnesses and potential cures for inherited diseases. However, throughout their careers, they have faced barriers to gender discrimination. Even with these obstacles, they have still successfully contributed to the field of science. Today, scientists are researching further into gene editing, the repair of damaged DNA, and genomic sequencing with the promise of huge advancements in the future. This can only be made a reality because of the works of these incredible female pioneering scientists. What determines a person's sex? A geneticist, Nettie Stevens, discovered and believed it to be the X and Y chromosomes. Since the link between chromosomes and genetics was still unclear, Stevens sought to investigate the histological side of this mystery. She experimented with beetles and several other insects, first in 1905, and then came to prove the XY sex determination system. Through that, she deduced that the chromosomal basis of sex depended on the presence or absence of the Y chromosome. The smaller chromosome was identified as the Y chromosome, while the sex depended on that chromosome. Despite Stevens' discovery, she did not receive the credit. Instead, the credit went to two other scientists. Wilson published a similar study at the same time as Stevens, but he only arrived at his similar, albeit slightly wrong, conclusion on sex determination after viewing Stevens' findings. Although his conclusions were incorrect, he gained the recognition that belonged to Stevens. Morgan was a scientist who would not accept Stevens' chromosome theory until several years after the work of Stevens and Wilson had been published. Morgan published Stevens' results as his own, not once mentioning her name, implying that it was his research and analysis. Even though the two scientists committed plagiarism, they remained the ones who received the most credit. Esther Lederberg was a microbiologist who opened the door for some fundamental discoveries in microbial genetics and perhaps is best known for discovering a virus that infects bacteria, the Lambda bacteriophage. This discovery became significant and widely used as a tool for studying genetic recombination and gene regulation. As the lambda is a type of virus known as a temperate, meaning that it lives for some time inside a cell rather than killing it immediately after reproducing. Resulting in becoming the model for animal viruses that have similar life cycles as tumors. This led to her and her husband developing a method called replica plating which is an easy way to transfer bacterial colonies from one petri dish to another. This then enabled the study of antibiotic resistance, which is still very much in use today. Lederberg's findings were extremely crucial in order to advance any understanding of how genes are regulated and how pieces of DNA can break and recombine to make new genes. However, Lederberg did not receive credit for her work in discovering the lambdaphage and instead her husband was awarded a Nobel Prize for it. Additionally, during her time at Stanford researching, she was also unfairly appointed as only a research professor, even though she deserved the full rank of a professor. How would the world be different if Esther was afforded the same benefits as males? Rosalind Franklin. 
Rosalind Franklin was a brilliant chemist and an X-ray crystallographer. She was best known for her contributions to X-ray diffraction pictures of DNA molecules. X-ray diffraction, or crystallography, is a method of determining the structure of a molecule. X-rays are beamed at a molecule, resulting in an image of shadow as X-rays are reflected off of the molecule. In May 1952, Gosling, a student of Franklin, took X-ray diffraction photos under Franklin's guidance. This was an idea of Wilkins, who was Franklin's research partner, shared the photograph with Watson and his colleague Crick. The discovery on the structure of DNA was then easily uncovered by Watson and Crick using the Keeg photograph. After a decade in 1962, Wilkins, Watson and Crick were accredited with the Nobel Prize for their work on the discovery. Alas, Franklin's efforts on the discovery of DNA's helical structure were not acknowledged by the science community. With the name of the Dark Lady of DNA, she was without a doubt deserving of the highest honour and credit. Apart from her impactful presence in the domain of research of DNA structure, Franklin had also been actively working on virus molecular structure with her fellow researcher, Aaron Klug, whose contributions have been recognised with the Nobel Prize. If not for Franklin's untimely death at the age of 37, and perhaps the chauvinistic science community, she may have been awarded two Nobel Prizes along with her research partners. Although there is a misogynistic past of the development of genetic knowledge, the future looks bright for genetic technology. One of which is gene writing, which holds the potential to cure practically all genetic diseases due to its ability to allow therapeutic messages to be written into genomes and thus address diseases at their core. This technology could revolutionize the current CRISPR technology that is only able to delete problematic genes without the ability to replace them. Gene writing would be able to do both these things. Recently, there has been a lot of research on cloning and its potential to create genetically identical biological entities. While these advancements would transform the current understanding of genes and also the ability to cure several diseases, we must take into account the ethical implications of developing these genetic technologies. Concern has been raised regarding the use of laboratory animals for experimentation. Animal welfare advocates acknowledgement that we have a right to use animals according to our needs and emphasize the maintenance of high standards of animal management, while animal rights organizations advocate for the complete cessation of all aspects of human exploitation of animals. Laboratory animals are often subject to inhumane, cruel treatment, which has led many to call for better regulations on the treatment of these animals in labs. That's all for today. Thank you for tuning in to this tech interruption.